And we're back after another week off. I feel like we're doing this every other week now, right? So so far, I wasn't. I haven't been the one who has called. So far, I mean, Ed, so far, Eddie, uh, Eddie got called into work, and work means birthday party, probably. No, I was actually working. It was uh, it was Indigenous Day or whatever. I don't know. No, the the, the the party was the the one day before, the other Monday. Yeah, yeah, that was. Oh a yeah, yeah, yeah. Ago. I just figured he said he's going to work. It means he has a birthday party on Monday. No, I mean I was at work, so so it's kind of weird. Never mind. Was it busy? Don't worry about it. No, that was the worst part about it. So you didn't have to work. Freaking! I literally just watched the, watched the Monday night game. That's wow. It, you you could have podcasted from work. I don't know. It would have been weird. <laughs> You're like, hold on, I got to get, I got to take this customer real quick. <laughs> yep. Welcome back. Uh, this is stat host Kelvin, uh, joined by two-time Eddie, two-time Jack, Judy, and this is the YFTS podcast. We're gonna break down. Wait, hold on. We have to. We have to ask Jack. Does he still want to be Jack, Judy? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Listen, I'm just gonna. Ben. I, I like that he's sticking to his guts. Until he gets traded. And uh, I mean, worst worst case scenario, he doesn't get traded. Jack changes his name next year. That's how it goes, right? Exactly. Were you Jack Mooney last year, the entire year? Yep. He was. He was. Okay. He stuck it out. Damn. And we're going to break down the uh, happenings of week six and go look ahead to week seven. And uh, as always, we'll get started with uh, injuries and news and notes. Take it away. Uh, Too many. Yeah, it's a lot, but we don't, I don't think we'll go through all of them. Uh, quickly, let's go over the bye weeks. The Panthers, Bengals, Cowboys, Jets, Titans, Texans. This is the first big week of buys with a lot of people a lot of players fancy players are, are on buy uh so keep a watch out for that uh let's move to injuries i guess i could start off with the best one uh justin fields dislocated his thumb he is already ruled out for week seven uh i don't know who this i don't, I think dj Moore starts startable because he's still he actually did better with the backup quarterback then Feels so. Uh, I mean, I saw, I I saw some of the throws. It, was, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Wait, wait. So you, you mean he did better during this game, not the season? Because during the season, he's been great. Oh, during the game, yeah. During yeah, the game, yeah, yeah. better. Fields played uh, two quarters and some change in the third quarter. He was back to week one, two, three again. After he just dropped that uh, the quote saying, oh, we need to get these more and more targets. He only targeted him one time in three quarters, which is amazing. Uh, I mean, He's a I, liar. I wouldn't touch anyone besides DJ Moore. Maybe the running back, whoever is the starting running back this week. If Roshan comes back, I'm he's probably flexible. I'll talk about him later. Okay. Um, move on. I just move on to the next quarterback, Ryan Tannehill. Ankle injury it seemed like the same ankle he did that happened to him last year, which he was out for the rest of the year. And Malik, like he have a yeah, he, he has some zing into his throws. Uh, no only, accuracy, <laughs> no accuracy. Yeah, that's, that's the only thing. But he has some zing. So, what are you guys doing with the Andrew Hopkins? 
moving forward. Calvin, man, if if you got uh, it, I'm mentioning him, man, for now, until I see that. Um, I mean, even when even with Tannehill in there, I'll be fair. There, there, I was watching the game in the morning. Uh, there were three passes, or all there were flags. Obviously, you don't get the yards for the flag, but he was tar- Tannehill was targeting Dehop consistently. Well, first uh, of all, let's get this right. Let's get this right. I was watching the game. You know, I'm a Ravens fan. Those are not flags. He was just asking and whining and bitching, but no, he no, got the flags. And... One of them definitely was not a flag. Like, I'll, 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 I'll turn to that. But, uh, but the targets were there. Uh, to be fair, as soon I feel like when Tannehill got hurt, like his throwing was absolutely off. I, I don't even think Diab got any targets at that point. Um, so offense seems kind of anemic at this point, other than Derrick Henry, who was who had a monster game. Uh, I, I, I'm more of a wait and see approach with Diab. I wouldn't say monster game. He had a good game. Well, I mean, he didn't have a he didn't have a yeah he, he had a monster he had a monster he had a monster run of like yeah. seventy yeah. yards. If you compare him to the rest of the running backs this week, he had a monster game. I think he was like top five. He yeah. only had like fifteen touches and probably less than that, but he still turned that into like good fantasy value. D- me for D Hop, um, yeah, I'm in the same boat. Wait and see. But is is Malik Willis going to be the worst quarterback he's ever played with? Uh, if Malik play like last year, Malik, yes. Okay, but like th- I feel like in this game he's just thrown into the fire against a really good team. You know, like no, one yeah, of the best I, teams. I, I think the problem also so. is like Titans don't have a good O line either. He doesn't have. He didn't have the time to throw. Uh, from whatever snaps he did get, uh, will he be able to continue giving it, giving out good uh passes in distress? That's it's gonna be hard to see. I mean, to me, like, the, well, he wasn't expecting to play a, and he's also playing from behind. I was, uh, the Titans are, you know, they're that's very they're true. Very good, true. He was, he was thrown into the fire. He was thrown into the fire yeah. right away. It'd be tough to. And Ravens are a good defense too. It's not like it's it's, it's cakewalk. So, yeah, uh, yeah I'd definitely like to see. He has a, he's a week off. In front, Tannehill's out, and he has a whole good two weeks uh, practicing with the first string. So, see what he could do uh, when they get back in week eight. You think if D Hop is like a trade target? I don't think anyone's going to buy D Hop right will- now. I know, but you you can get them at like the cheapest of the cheap. Yeah, but maybe. That's you banking on Malik Willis, though. Willis. Exactly. Yeah. He. Looks what if it's What if it's Will Levis? He doesn't look that great either. How do you know? We haven't seen him. Oh, well, I've like seen John Cena. He was, he was I. All right, all right. Let's move on to the next news. You have a lot. <laughs> all right, moving next person. Uh, Debo Samuel's uh got a shoulder injury. Except his X-ray is negative, which is good news. But it's something you should still watch over because he might not play this week. Uh, I stay with the same game, Mister um, CMC. All right, oblique and rib injuries. Uh, we don't know how severe it was, but it's he it, it was severe enough for him to be ruled out. And, and, that, and that was a close game at the end. They could really could have used his help. So Yeah, so it should be somewhat severe. I, I would expect him to miss at least a week or two because it's, it is the rib and running backs do get hit the most around there. Uh, with him out, Purdy looked like he, uh, he didn't look too good that game. And I think more the, it was the defense they were playing, dude. That, that, that defense was holding CMC in check. That, that throw, Purdy looked pretty bad. In general, yeah, like yeah, I I agree. Bad. Like, like he, like I, again, I saw bits and pieces of the game, but he did not look like the Purdy we saw in the first five weeks. Like he seemed like this end is, yeah, his interception looked ugly. It was the bad, completely bad throws. No Debo, no CMC. He looked very vulnerable. 
Yeah, I mean, that's what happens when you lose two of your best options. Also, the Browns are I mean, a really good defense. Probably the best defense in the league Browns, right now. Yeah. Great yeah. defense. I'm not saying I'm not, giving, I'm not taking anything away from it, but I'm, I was just saying the Purdy's, a lot of Purdy's throws have nothing to do with defense. It was just poor throws. So get this. Uh, so the 49ers, 49ers have a bye in week nine. Um, There's a possibility they hold them out till then. That is true. There is two a weeks off. Two weeks off. Give Especially. them three weeks off. We'll come back in week 10. Especially next week, they play the Vikings. And, and Bengals beatable. I think I don't, Bengals are beatable. This, a team that's beatable this year without CMC, I guess. Uh, who is the backup? Is it going to be Mason or is it going to be Mitchell? I think you trust whoever. I mean, I I would try to get both if you have the, if you are the CMC owner. Um, but Jordan Mason looks like the – is it Jordan Mason? That's his name? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think so. It's not Trey. Okay, yeah. He misses the Rams one. Okay, well, I think I think he's, I think he's definitely the, the number one at least for now. He earned he earned the backup role at least for, well, in the time being when Elijah Mitchell was out. Like, he looks pretty. He looks halfway decent. So it's, uh, it, it's still scary. Uh, you would have to pick up one of them for Monday night because they are going to be playing on Monday night this week. So that's what I'm planning to do. Yeah, sucks. It does suck. Uh, let's move on to next. Um, Jeff Wilson, just small news. He's returning, most likely returning. He was all he was close previous week, but now against the Eagles, if he comes back, will you start him? Not against the Eagles. No, no, not against the Eagles. Brees Hall, did perform really well this week, but it was a gimme touchdown, as in like they let him score. Yeah, without and, that he wouldn't have had, he wouldn't have had a great game. Yeah, it's all, it's also he's also the backup. It's still playing second field to Roy Mostert, who had a monster game as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh David Montgomery, rib injury again. Uh he's this time he's expected to miss time. Uh so are both with, Gibbs and Montgomery out then? Gibbs was out last week. There's no full report out that saying he's going to be out this week yet. But. Uh, Reynolds, if both of them are, are out, is Reynolds a startable running back? I'll, yeah, I'll take the fire on him. That the offense scores too much, they they have they score too much. For, I, I understand they just faced Tampa Bay, and when when Reynolds was actually in to replace uh, David Montgomery, he wasn't doing that great, but even so, Tampa Bay's their, their run defense is really good, so like, I, I have no, I have no, uh Fear starting him if both of them are out. Um, Baker hand contusion, but it's just, it is his left hand, which will result in fumbles a lot. But that's something to watch over. But he, I don't think he's gonna be missing uh, any time. Uh, for the news, Trevor Lawrence knee injury. He left the game, didn't come back. Uh, uh, it to be fair, it was they had a lead, so he didn't need to come back. But he is on the injury report already on Monday uh, report from the Jaguars. So that's something to watch over. If he doesn't play, how how confident are you starting the receivers? Who's their backup? Uh, I don't remember. Wait. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, one second. Who is the backup? Well, it doesn't matter. Like I still downgrade Christian Kirk. Well, Christian Kirk. He's been uh, a target monster the last couple of weeks, so I'm I'm he's a little safer Bethar. than Ridley. CJ Bethar. 
beat hard beat hard yep. um <laughs> he's not bad he's not a bad quarterback but i'm still downgrading receivers i mean he has to throw somebody right yeah but there's so many of them though yeah yeah i, I think kirk would be the safe option obviously really he's more of an outside receiver it's He's a little more boomer bust than Kristen Kirk, but I wouldn't mind Chris Starr and Kristen Kirk. Ridley, I don't know, man. He's he's been weird. I'm gonna talk about him in a bit. So because I don't know because most likely it is on Thursday game. So Trevor Lawrence might miss this game because it's oh a wow, it's a Thursday game. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's a pretty bad matchup. Yep, against the Saints. So I I don't know. I wouldn't feel confident starting either of them, but I guess Christian Kirk, you have to start. Ridley has been on like he's been very boom and bust this year. So I'm gonna talk and, about him. Oh yeah, I want to move the next person. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy G. There's a lot of quarterbacks hurt this year, this week. Uh, Jimmy G. Back injury. Uh, he's going through further more. He's going through more testing. I think this hurts. Uh, Devontae a lot without Jimmy G. There, Hoyer the Destroyer came in last week. Uh, and they won the game. Uh, but he didn't target uh, De- uh Devontae Adam a lot, barring uh Patriots probably took him took him out of the game plan. But how confident are you starting Devontae? This is back to back weeks where he dropped a dud. I don't think there's this. Where we have confidence, man? It's Devontae Adams. Yeah, but it's, it's, yeah. Un- unfor- it's unfortunately, be- unfortunately, you have to start him in uh, with bad situation as it is. Um, I don't think it's unfortunate. I think it's a trade for target. If that's the case, if you guys feel this way, I'm I'm definitely gonna eat, at least try to trade. Oh, well, it depends. Right? What the how, how the length of the injury for Garoppolo? I don't think the, that depends at all. I think J- Brian Orr is the equivalent to Jimmy G. No, no, I'm in, saying in no, terms I'm saying of trading, fantasy value. I'm talking, I'm talking about trading from. Like, if people know Garoppolo's coming back soon, I don't think you know getting Adams for anything cheaper than what he's already worth. But still, like, even so, he, I'm, I'm, he's definitely a trade. For, if, I'm saying if you guys feel like De- Devontae Adams long term is or long in the short term is has a little less value than he currently could provide, I'm definitely trading for Devontae Adams. No doubt in my mind. He he hasn't slowed down. He's still dealing with the shoulder injury just a little bit, maybe. And like Jack said, you know, the, Bill Belichick's plan is always to stop the number one receiver or the number one option on offense. So that's going to be Devontae Adams. And he made it clear. Jacoby, you could also do revenge game narrative with Ryan Hoyer and Jacoby Myers. So that could have been a thing. But I, there's no doubt in my mind. I'm Receivers are going to have games like this during the week. I understand it's back-to-back, but and you're a little disappointed. But Devontae Adams is, is come on. He's that on. guy. He is that guy. He's bringing it up. No. I, if uh, if if people feel this way, I'm def- I'm trading for him, no doubt. Who has him in my league? Uh, Jason. Jason. Uh, uh, might 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 get a couple offers from me if that's the case, bro. Uh, last I guess the last injury we try to touch upon is Anthony Richardson considering season-ending surgery. Uh, I. I honestly think the weapons in, in Indianapolis benefits from Minshew. The he, weapons, he, yeah. He, more, he, throws he, a ton. he throws the ball a lot more than Richardson. Uh, this will allow more runs for Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss. But as a whole, the whole offense looks shaky. But 
I think it's an upgrade for people like Downs, Pittman, if Minshew is starting moving forward anyway. So that's just me. I don't know what you guys think. No, no I, I totally agree. Gardner is definitely an upgrade for Josh Downs and Michael Pittman. The schedule is going to be a little shitty in the next couple of weeks, and they're trying to get Jonathan Taylor more involved, so maybe they're going to run the ball just a bit more. But the the pass catching options are definitely better with uh, Gardner Minshew. That was like that. He's like a PPR back right now. I mean, he he's so tiny. He's a very Small. safe. He's a safe eight ten points every week in PPR. Yep. Really that's I, was looking at, I was looking at Jason's team. And if Aaron Rodgers didn't get hurt, he has three wide receiver ones starting every week. Garrett Wilson, Devontae Adams, and Keenan Allen. Yeah, we know. Well, I know. Garrett Wilson's been great too. Even with he's been, he's been yeah, I mean he's not wide receiver one right now, but he's he's been solid. Um all right. Is that also, a uh, Kyrie Kyrie Kyrene one. Kyrene Williams hurt his knee. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I saw, I, no other reports popped up. Yeah, but I mean, I I think it's just a minor injury. Yeah, I keep I just keep track of it though. All right, and that's, that's gonna wrap up. Yeah. Yep, that's gonna wrap up the news and the notes. There are quite a few injuries this past week. Kind of crazy how many quarterbacks got hurt. Um, but moving on, um, talk about how players did this past week. Some performance, some good performances, some bad ones. As we touch on our pits and cages for week six. Buongiorno. Oh, no, not the beast. Grazie. Not the beast. Uh, si, uh, Coretto. Ah! All right, Jack, you want to get started? Maybe. All right, my pit this week is Desmond Ritter. Uh, as much as a lot of you don't like him, uh, he has, the last two weeks, he's been. They open on the playbook for him. He's been throwing the ball a lot more the last two weeks. Uh, the whole offense looks. I want to say I want to say a lot better, but it looks much more, uh, good. Much but much better for fantasy, or at least for everyone not team. Uh, this past week, three hundred seven yards, two passing touchdowns. He did throw three picks and three sacks, but the fact that he has three hundred yards in back to back weeks is good signs for Kyle Pitts. Good signs for Drake London. It's also a good sign for B. John Robinson. It might open up lanes for him. Uh, but speaking on the offense, I, that whole offense is a little weird. I, I thought they were going to use B. John a lot more than I expected. But I don't know. I'm not a head coach, so I want to know. I, I think B. John's getting, like, what, 14, 13 carries a game. That's it. You drafted him top 10 to do that. And he's the best offense, offensive player there. So that's just my random rant. But Mace uh, Riddler, yeah, some, I think he's startable with all the bye weeks coming up moving forward, especially against uh, who they have coming up next week. That's something I should be, I should look at before. Oh, they put the Bucks and Titans. That's yeah. not a good match. Oh, Titans are a good matchup for quarterbacks and the Vikings and the Cardinals. So those are a few teams that look good for replacement quarterbacks. Yeah, well, I'm going to piggyback off that because – I mean, my pick this week is going to be Drake London. He he turned 12 targets into nine catches and 125 yards. Desmond Ritter, definitely. They, for some reason, they're opening up the play. They're throwing a lot more than expected. After week one, especially, like, you thought this team was going to be bottom of the league in throwing passes. But now Drake London is getting 12 targets, which is, I believe, is a career high for him. So, like, 
The Kyle Pitts, another one scoring touchdown. John Smith scoring touchdown as well. There's a lot of options here on this Falcons team. And um Bijan Robinson, he should be performing a little bit better. I understand he's still a rookie, still learning the offense, still learning, he's getting up to speed with the NFL, you know, how fast everybody is. I think they need, they definitely need to uh, give them the ball more. They're, they they ha- kind of have like the Aaron Jones syndrome. They like Tyler Algiero, Algiero a lot. Starting to remind me of AJ Dillon, which is kind of annoying. But uh, I I think Drake London the rest of the season. What is he a receiver too? Minimum. This this, this is exactly what you wanted, and hopefully you dra- like you traded for him after week one because he's he's been pretty good since. And uh yeah no the thing is all right Bijan Robinson Jack I understand you went on a little rant there I think still rest of the season he's gonna be a top five back defense oh yeah I mean there's then again there's not a lot of runbacks that's doing too well a lot of runbacks that's not performing as well so so, so like the, big, the you're saying that Atlanta's offense has been weird it's they've been getting a, a shit ton of yards but once they get to the red zone for some reason they're just like their brain shut off. Like a lot of teams, man. A lot of teams, they're it's it's kind of getting annoying. It's, once they get to the red zone, every single defense is clamping down for some reason, and they're not allowing a lot of touchdowns this year. Um, and it's pissing me off because I keep betting anytime touchdowns and I keep losing. But yeah, that's my pit. And I'm gonna piggyback off Eddie because he has London on his team, and this is the other guy he has on his team, Adam Thielen. He has found the fountain of youth in his last three of the four games he's logged 11 receptions 100 plus yards and a touchdown he is tied for second in receptions in the league yes he's eighth in targets and ninth in yards it's it's wild what he's doing with with bryce young and especially because bryce Young doesn't look that great but he's lighting it up uh on these on these defenses to be fair he's had pretty relatively easy matchups the last four weeks um uh, but I think he's going to be a solid start going forward. He looks like he's the number one guy uh, that Bryce Young likes, likes to go to. And he's been he's been great. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, it's 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 kind of been weird, man. <laughs> this season is so weird. But, yeah, Adam Thielen, who would have thought 33-year-old white receiver is this good? Dude. Until Jerry he's, I mean, he's getting open at will. Until Jerry Judy comes and destroys everything. Can you not do that? <laughs> They are the team that being linked to Jerry Judy. So. <laughs> they should. They, I mean, they need a receiver bad, but uh, even so, he, Adam Thielen, he's getting open at will. They play two different positions. He plays a slot, and Judy's more. What? Actually, Judy's a slot. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna snake it and give you my pet. Sorry, my cage. And like we talked about before, my cage this week is Devonte Adams, and it's not. Much the the um the numbers that he's he's not putting up the last two weeks is the targets that are concerning to me. He only has four targets two weeks ago, five targets this past week. If this, I mean, if Garoppolo's out, it's even worse. Uh, but I mean, we we kind of Eddie kind of vouched for Hoyer saying it's pretty much the same thing. But um, the last two weeks we haven't seen anything amazing uh, from Devontae Adams, which is what we're used to. Yeah, I'm not scared of him. Target share is not scared. Not scared at all. No. Right. Nope. Well, yeah, he get he had um he gave a disappointing game. Uh, probably his worst game of the year. Oh, definitely the worst game of the year. Only two receptions for twenty nine yards. 
Uh, so he'll see he'll try to bounce back against a little more um pass friendly uh offense in Chicago. Uh, sorry, defense in Chicago. All right, give us your cage. Yeah. Uh my cage this week, I mentioned earlier I wanted to mention uh Calvin Ridley. He turned eight targets into four catches for 30 yards. He also had a rush for minus four yards. They're trying to trying to get him involved, but like for some reason they, they keep throwing these deep outs that are not hitting. And Trevor Lawrence is just, for some reason, they're just a pickoff. I think he's a trade four target. That's me personally because I think this office will start to gel a little bit more. But, I mean, it's kind of concerning because Evan Ingram and, and Christian Kirk are gobbling every single thing underneath. And Calvin really is not getting any of that. Like, legitimately zero. Um, Which is, those are like the, the gamey targets. He's not getting any of those. You you would expect him to get a little bit more of those because he he can do it. He could he runs the entire route tree, but it's still scary that they're just they they kind of seem to just use him as a deep threat, and I don't I don't like that. And uh, yeah, but whatever. I, maybe they'll figure it out. And he's still he's still a guy that I'm pretty high on. But you're you're eventually like banking on talent. But I think as of right now, he's the wide receiver three. He's a booming bust. He he yep. he he looks like uh Gabe Davis's uh last year's uh stat line right now. <laughs> yeah, a lot of what's his cash percent around 50%, 55%? Yeah, it just seems like similar stat lines, but I don't mean, I feel like that offense still should get better. They they look all the offense looks off the whole first half of the season so far. So who knows? Maybe the, the offense gets click goes get gets gets on track soon. I mean, it's not gonna help yeah, that Lawrence Jack, is hurt, but I do want to. I do want to mention one other player, but I'll let Jack go first because I'm kind of scared of him. Right. But yeah, Jack, who's your my cage? And moving forward, is something you, someone you should be aware of, uh, be afraid of. I mean, Kirk Cousins. Uh, this was a very plus 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 matchup. He gave you 180 yards, one touchdown, got sacked twice, fumbled the ball twice. In such a plus matchup, uh, you expected him to do much better than that, especially against the Bears. And it wasn't like it was a blowout. The defense destroyed fields or anything. It was a close game throughout the whole day. Uh, him missing Jefferson, it seemed like he's going to hurt him a lot. And then moving next next four weeks, they play four teams who are who limits quarterback uh, fantasy points. Uh, they were four nines next week, and they get the Packers. And the Saints and the Falcons. So four teams, those games that they play in, the opponents usually score much lower than the normal average. I will not start Kirk Cousins for the next four weeks. So you're saying yeah. grab Desmond Ritter? I will start Desmond Ritter over Kirk Cousins the next four weeks. That's not it's not that bold to say, because I I mean I kind of agree for especially. Oh, yeah, I, I, I'm not saying bold. I'm just I put him in my cage so like, you know, moving forward, you shouldn't start him the next four weeks. He, yeah, it's kind of uh, kind of crazy Cousins, because uh, sorry, kind of crazy. He was the first three weeks he was putting up monster numbers, having himself maybe a fancy MVP kind of season. But uh, last three games, one thirty nine yards, two eighty four, one eighty one. Yeah, it's not looking good. Yeah, but like the, he's that. We're not t- saying to drop him at all. I think he's definitely a stash, especially when Justin Jefferson comes back. But we're just saying, you know, it's, for now. Try to weather the storm. It's it's weird rostering two quarterbacks, but I think you should with Kirk Cousins because I don't think he's 
if you have the space, I think you would, you should be able to keep him. I mean, Cousins wouldn't. Also, can sorry, I mention um, this? Jefferson Jefferson wouldn't be back till uh, week ten, right? So, I mean, it falls in line with the matchup that that Jack was mentioning. Do you do you start in the next uh, three games? Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be starting him. But yeah, can we? Can I mention James Cook real quick? Sure. I, I thought they, he was my other guy. I thought I was. I thought about saying. I have to because first couple of weeks he's been getting a lot of the workload, a lot of the snaps. This week. Latavius Murray started the game and he was pretty, he wasn't that bad either. He, he stole what 12, 12 to 15 touches away from him. And he's getting all the goal line work. Latavius Murray is getting all the goal line work. James Cook is not getting any of that. There's no check down game. He had no catches and you're just relying on his rushing ability. It's that, that Bill's offense looks broken. Like it looks so weird. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what, what changed. Um, and I know they score. They do. They are going to score a, a ton of points in the future. I, I'm. I might be referring to just this week. But is he a buy low? Or are you going to sell him? I think I'm. I'm trying to get him off my roster. To be honest, I. I, I was going to put on my case because I, I was going to mention him moving forward. I would not feel confident confident in him at all. Yeah, me neither. He, he doesn't look good at all either. Like he, I'll, I'll be fine if he looks good on film or tape. No, he doesn't look that good with the carries he's got. He got 14 carries last week. He didn't look too great with them. And last week he looked awful too, and he, he was barely in the game last week. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, the only it's thing weird. is, Damian Harris did get hurt, so he might have more playing time. He still gets snaps, especially with all the running backs not doing so well. So, I mean, I wouldn't trade. For I him. think I wouldn't trade for him either. But I think if the Bills were smarter, they would play him a little bit more. But I think that also feeds into him, as in like he he might be more of a like uh give me more touches type of back than you know just like a regular scat back. Uh but it it's weird. If that offense is weird, you take you could take a gamble on him because this is definitely the time to buy low. This is how I personally feel about him. I'm not gonna be buying low. I'm gonna be trying to get him off my roster. It's also a tough situation because Josh Allen's not the kind of guy who likes to dump it off too much, he likes throwing it down the field as you see. You would think that Kelvin, you would you would think that, but last season he, he kind of changed it up a little bit. Yeah, he did. He did check it out a bit last year too. I mean, what, 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 I'm seeing this, what I'm seeing, what I'm seeing this year is he's throwing it a lot more yeah. down the field. Yeah, he, his first and last read are all downfield. He's not. He hasn't been checking down at all, which is very weird. And it it doesn't like James Cook is a good receiver, so like for some reason they're not doing it. They're not using him that way. Um, yeah, it's weird. All right, that's gonna wrap up the pits and the cages with an extra cage for all of you. All right, let's jump into our week seven predictions in the RKOs and the DDTs. Man, that's doodle trash. I will get us started. Um, my RKO this week is B Rob Light. Brian Robinson, Ooh. not B John Robinson. B B Rob Light. The other B, the other B Rob. Yeah, so not not Bijan, but Brian. The 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 Timu. Timu version. Timu B Rob. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. There we go. Uh I mean, Brian Robinson has been, you know, Brian Robinson. 
Yeah, he gets the carries and touches. Here's the difference, though. Giants are the second worst defense against the rush. They go up the second most yards, only uh second to the Broncos. And Giants soft defense doesn't look good. Uh, I mean, it looked good yesterday. Josh Allen was sucked in the dick, but oh, I actually can't say that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Josh, Allen, whoa. Josh Allen was not playing well. He was sucking out what? <laughs> Jeez. No, I didn't, I didn't say any of that. What are you talking about? What are you guys talking about? I know, I know, I know, I don't know what you guys are referencing. Josh Allen was not playing well. Josh Allen was not playing well. But yeah, anyway, so Giants are giving up a lot of rush yards, a lot of ground yards, and the commanders are going to do just that. They're going to just ground and pound it uh, with Brian Robinson, and I think he's going to get lots of chunks of yards and have a pretty good week uh, next week. Uh, he might be in a couple of my DFS lineups. So oh, I, like I agree. Fade, fade. Fade him? <laughs> just fade him now. I mean, he's the best running back there, and they trust him. He doesn't fumble, and he's going to get red zone. That I'm assuming they're going to get to the red zone, so they have to use him there. Um, Speaking of the commanders, I, checks out. I was looking at stats randomly. Nothing to do with anything. Only two quarterbacks had three passing touchdowns this past week, Tua and Sam Howell. Yeah, and Sam Howells were, were like not uh, – how many yards did he throw for this week? I feel like he didn't throw that many yards. Uh, I don't know. I missed that part, but – I'm yeah. saying that's it was a weird, weird week. He's been for the a decent play too, man. He's been Sam a Al? decent fantasy quarterback too. Yeah, yeah, it hasn't been bad. I faced him. I faced him in dynasty one 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 week, and he did pretty good against me. Yeah, he hasn't been bad. All right, for give fantasy. us your uh, give us your RKO, Eddie. All right, uh, my RKO. Well, there's a couple of examples last week of good ones. Kareem Hunt and Chuba Hubbard. They're actually both really good RKOs last week. They just came out of nowhere. My guy this week. I guess it depends if he's playing or not because he's still in concussion protocol. But I think Roshan Johnson playing against the Raiders. The Raiders just allowed two touchdowns to the Patriots, and the Patriots' offense looks like dog. I understand the the Bears just lost Justin Fields, but what offense is worse than the Patriots' offense? I don't think there's any. But I think the Giants. Roshan Johnson. Hey, oh, <laughs> offense. I think we're tired of terrible. They didn't look terrible. Hey, 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 hey. Terrible. Giants don't have a first half uh, passing to, first uh, offense touchdown. <laughs> but okay. the Patriots have been just as bad, if not. Okay, top, bottom two. Okay, whatever. Apples, <laughs> apples, whatever. But Roshan Johnson, I think he's he's a great player this week if he's playing. If he's not, I'll definitely pivot to to Deontay Foreman. He's gonna. I think it's gonna be an automatic touchdown. And with with six teams on by, he has to be a started in in leagues. Um, yeah, that's that's definitely my RKO this week for sure. And another guy that's going to be in a lot of my DFS lineups. Fade, fade again. Why? For they're what? gonna they're gonna have to run the ball a lot. Whoever's under center, they're gonna they're gonna have to run the ball a lot. And the Raiders suck on defense. So yeah. All right, Jack, give us your RKO. No. Uh, Markeo is going to be at the time position. I think these are one of the weeks that George Kittle goes off again uh, with uh, Debo possibly be out, uh, CMC possibly out. I think Purdy goes to the next big weapon, his safety net, which is George Kittle. I think he gives you two touchdowns, 100 yards this week. And with how Titans are this year, I think he's going to be top two, actually, in Titans week. 
And he has, better get him top two. The fuck? Yeah, he, he's been one of the Titans that's just been on and off. He's very boom and bust this year with so many weapons in the 49ers. Uh, and, and most of the game, they have a huge lead. So this is going to be a game which I feel like they're going to depend on Purdy more. So we might see a, a good game out of Kittle. I like it. I like it. All right. I'm not and, fading uh, like you're telling us. You're fading on us, <laughs> but I like that one. All right, and snake it for us. Give us your uh, DDT. My DDT, I am going to go with Jerome Jerome Ford. Uh, it's kind of hard to not start him because he's getting like 15 plus target uh, carries. Uh, Coats have a very it has this very sneaky, sneaky defense run defense. Uh, very, very sneaky, sneaky. Very sneaky. Very uh, sneaky. The past few weeks, they've kept all the running backs under. I think three cat yeah three point five yard per carry besides the Rams actually Kyrie Willen ran over them but when they know they have one thing to do they had to stop the run game from the Browns because Watson doesn't like coming back again for some reason I don't know what's wrong with Watson I saw conflicting news saying that he's healthy but they're just saying he's not healthy <laughs> so I have I think no it's idea a pain it's a pain thing for him man it's a pain thing and he he just he needs to get some massages he just so, hasn't been able to get them. <laughs> Nobody uh, wants to give him one. Like I understand why why you wouldn't want to give him a massage. So I think the the running backs, um, Browns, that's gonna do well is gonna be Kareem Hunt. Uh he was my second RKO that I thought about doing, but I think the Colts get gashed through the air uh by running backs a lot this year. So I think Kareem Hunt will be a better start out of the two of them this week. And Kareem Hunt looked good too. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he's earning more snaps. I mean, he only had 37% of snaps last week, but I think he's pretty – he's not a bad player. He's definitely going to pick up and play if you really need help. You know, he's probably on most waivers. Yeah. All right, that's, and give us your uh, give us your DT, Eddie. Uh, my doo-doo trash play of the week is going to be Michael Pittman. Uh, I know we talked about how good Minshew is for the receivers in this offense. I think he's just going to be a volume play, but I just, I, to be honest, I don't even think he's going to get a lot of touches. And I don't think he's going to get a lot of catches here. The Browns defense is absolutely legit. They they stop probably the best offense in the in the league. Um, and and when you're going down to the Colts, I think they're going to try to establish the run a little bit more and trying to get Jonathan Taylor a little bit more involved. Um, like if if it comes to the flex spot, I would probably start in either Bears option. So like if Rochon's playing. I'm probably going to start him over Michael Pittman. Uh, There's so many other players that I would rather play than him this week. I'm trying to avoid him. All right. Yeah. And I will give, I'll wrap this up with my DDT this week. It's, uh, so it's either, it's it's primarily Sam Laporta, uh, but pretty much any other wide receiver on the Lions offense that's not Amonra. Uh, The Ravens are top five in both uh, completion percentage. Sorry, top five defense in both completion percentage and passing yards. They have only allowed one hundred yard receiver this whole year, George Pickens. Uh, and in any game this year, their second receiver has not gone over sixty yards. Um, this defense looks pretty good again through the air. Uh, Goff has been feasting, and the Lions are at an all time offense right now. I actually have a good did you know about that later? So, um, it's tough to tough to mention with the eleven targets he got this past week. He really is a second option to Jared Goff, but 
is one of those weeks, I think, or another week, because he had a rough game this past week as well, that uh, Sam Laporta uh, will be on a lower side in the tight end finishes. I like the sound of that. Are you facing uh, Peter? No, just the Ravens. Oh, I see. I mean, doesn't mean that they're going to win. I'm just saying. The Ravens should win. They should win every game. Oh, okay. Okay, mister. They just get in the way. They're getting their own way. Jack Jack witnessed it firsthand. How'd you witness the first time, Jack? Jack? I was he there. He was watching the game. Oh, yeah, there you go. He was there. In London? Yep. <laughs> In London? <laughs> All right. That's going to wrap up the RKOs and the DDTs. Now, on to our newest segment, which I will continue to say uh, because it is new this season. Uh, top plays of the week. Uh, I didn't miss a lot of the good ones, but I was able to catch them. You know, the recap on YouTube. They always have that. My top play this week. There's a lot of good ones, especially a lot of good wide receiver top plays. But I think my favorite one was the Garrett Wilson Moss catch he did. He had. Um, I don't know who the receiver defender was, but the ball was on the throne. He just jumped up, grabbed it out of his hands, and caught the ball. It was amazing. Garrett Wilson is an absolute monster and. It just sucks that Aaron Rodgers went out. I, I would have loved to see what he could have done uh, with Aaron Rodgers this year. Uh, Garrett, see, the Garrett Wilson talent-wise is probably top five in the league. Guy is unreal. Um, that was a ridiculous catch. He had he had many highlights this game, but uh, that was definitely the highlight of the highlight. You know who he reminds me of? Who he looks like? <laughs> who does he look like? Play-style-wise, play Justin Jefferson. He does. He has the same yeah. wiggle, the same yeah. route running, the same like it, it's just so smooth. They, they, they have, have similar body easy. types too. I think Justin Jefferson's a little bigger, but they have similar body types. Hey, well. yo. Hey, yo. Yo. Yo, yo. 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 That's yo, pause, yo. man. You can't, yo. can't be doing that. <laughs> yo. Yo. How do you know he's bigger? <laughs> All right, Eddie. Uh, give us your top play. My top play this week was the block by Craig Reynolds. That was the most ridiculous play I've ever seen in my life. He literally blocked the guy into like three other guys to spring him on Ron to a touchdown. You know, you know, I was I looking at that, and like I was that. like, when I when I saw the highlight of that, I was like, I was like, no way he scored. It's, it's impossible. There's so many guys yeah. there. Like he's, he's so close. To, he's so close to the sideline. There's no way he scores, and then he just somehow scored. It was crazy. Yeah, because the all right, Craig Reynolds came from behind too. So he came from behind Amonra to smash everybody in front of him. And that was the cool, it was one of the coolest things. And obviously, the everybody was so hyped about it. The, the announcers were hyped, the, the sideline was hyped. I thought that was one of the best plays I've ever I, like but that's probably the best block I ever seen by a by a skill player. Has to be. It was impressive. I didn't even see it the first time. They really like focused on that, and it was it was a hell of a, he went he sent him flying. It was like a Derrick Henry stiff arm kind of flying. Yeah, it was it was so cool. All right, Jack, give us your top play of the week. Uh, I do just want to mention, I don't know if the, I don't know if Bijan has a highlight, but he almost made Yeah, I, I was looking I was looking for one. You know, you know, you know I was looking for a Bijan highlight, but I couldn't really it find was, one. It was a, no, there was a catch that he almost made that would look like Odell Beckham catching the side. Oh, oh yes, almost I saw I know exactly what you're talking about. Jack. He almost made it. But that would have been incredible. But my Player of the week goes to the referees. I'm a, I'll be upset for the Giants fan as an Eagles fan. That whole 
on Waller in the end of the game was absolutely awful. That referee was standing right there. Oh, I, I saw that, that that touch that uh end zone throw, right? Yeah, and then and then on top of that, yeah, the best part about that is the uh uh they had an on call referee that had been refereeing for twenty years in the nineties to the early two thousand came on air and say holding is fine if the ball's in the air. Oh my god. Yeah. Live television. He's trying. Yeah, Jack, holding. He's trying to here, here's, here's the here's the thing though. If if you're holding it and when the ball's in the air, that's a pass interference. Yeah, no, what he was trying to with the referee, with the the guy, the the analyst, referee analyst, or whatever, he was trying to say that if it didn't hinder him enough, then it then it's a judgment call to see if he's a, if it's pi, and it definitely was. He couldn't get his left arm up, so it made no sense. And then on top of that, the referee is literally. I swear it was. I was that. Did they have a shot of it, Jack? Of like how far the referee? The was referee from the was play? a good, like pretty close to him, like. Yeah, very close to him. Very, very close to him. And the best part about the all, uh, the whole thing, like the 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 announcer was like, "Wait, wait, that's a, that's legal." <laughs> to the <referee. laughs> like Al Michaels was like, "That's legal." I never heard about this before. <laughs> Am I, I never heard this broadcasting? Did they, did they do like a two minute report like they do for basketball, where the referees get um they. Tell if they made missed calls or anything Dude, like that. I don't. I don't. Th- I don't think the refs did a worse job this week. I I watched probably most of every single game this week. The refs were dreadful, and, and like I understand it's a super hard job, and like they should they should get paid a lot, you know whatever. But man, they, there has to be some way you could review penalties because these or like you know just I understand the the whole pass interference thing a couple of years ago when they they tried to make it happen. And people, you know, like remember everything was getting challenged. The, the pass interference was getting challenged. I, I think something along those lines. These flags needs to get challenged, or there needs to be some way a re- a, a coach could challenge a play to make it into a flag. Because man, those were that that was bad, man. That Terrible. Was it was so frustrating. As a watcher of football, it was it was, it was annoying. Like the the ref, like Kyrene Williams, literally had a touchdown. Right in front of, like, it was a foot away, right in front of the referee. And the referee said that he fumbled it into the end zone and it was a touchback. That was the call on the field. And I'm like, how? I saw, I'm watching it from the television. I saw it. it was a, I saw, I knew it was a touchdown. But yeah, like, oh my gosh. I don't, sorry. No more ranting. You know when he's angry when his, uh, when his voice cracks a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. All right, and that's going to wrap up our top plays of the week. Be sure to keep a lookout for them on our Instagram account once this podcast goes live. Now on to the Did You Knows. I got some good ones for you fellas this week. Here we go. You know what time it is. It's the Did You Knows. My favorite segment. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, really? Really? Oh. Wow. Y'all ready for this? Yep. All right, let's do it. Did you guys know Tyreek Hill is the first player in NFL history to have 150 plus receiving yards in four of a team's first six games of a season? That's freaking insane, man. I'm like, I, I can't believe I, I was like, I, I was 75-20 uh, Eckler Hill. And I don't know why I didn't listen to my gut and try to go for the 25% with Hill. 
Anyway. Uh, I mean, I mean, Eckler's still a good pick. I understand he got hurt, but damn, like it's, it sucks seeing what Tyreek has been doing. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, on to the next one. Uh, did you guys know Jamar Chase became the fifth fastest player in NFL history to reach 3,000 receiving yards in 35 career games? Uh, career games. Only Odell Beckham, Charlie Hennigan, Justin Jefferson, and Lance Alworth did it in fewer games. Boy, good. I don't know who two of those guys are, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you when you're list with uh prime Odell Beckham and Justin Jefferson, that's We're, a pretty good list. Kevin, you know what that means? What? You know what that means? We're not that old, bro. <laughs> We're not that old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank not God. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one. Did you guys know? Each of the Vikings' six games in 2023 have been decided by one possession. They had 11 games last year like that, and they won all of them. This year, they're two and four. That's yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah, yeah, I was, that's a, yeah. I thought I thought it was the same exact as last year, but this year it's the total opposite. And they're kind of losing all of them. It's kind of crazy. I didn't realize every single game there it was one possession game. Um, it's kind of wild. Yeah. I mean, they're keeping it close, I guess, um, but still, not the result. Not the first uh, few games uh, they wanted. Mm-hmm. Next one, did you guys know the Lions extended their NFL best streak and franchise record long streak by producing 20 or more points in 15 straight games? That's pretty impressive, actually. So, I mean, they could they could score. The Lions offense is is legit. By the way, did you guys see uh Palmer touchdown get a callback? Yep. That was fun. Not that I have a chance to win anyway, but I'm just saying. Uh, on to the next one. Did you guys know? Oh, this one's crazy. Uh, Jacoby Myers, uh, Raiders wide receiver, who spent four years, first first four years of his career with the Patriots, scored more touchdowns on Sunday against them than he did for them. He had one touchdown this past Sunday. He had zero touchdowns when he was in New England. Damn, I did not know that. It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, and the last one. Did you guys know the Giants shutout of the Bills through first three quarters was Buffalo's first time going scoreless through three frames since week four of 2018? That, yeah, that, two... that... Sorry, go ahead. I heard that somewhere. Yeah, oh, yeah, 82... They 82 straight games, they were, able to, uh, they were not shut out for the first three quarters. Yeah, the Bills were fucking terrible. That was so annoying to watch. I, didn't, I mean, I didn't catch it, but, man, it looked like a rough game to watch for any kind of fantasy purposes. Allen again. So what were you saying? It seems off with Josh Allen again. It's crazy because he had, like, three straight or even four straight really good weeks and then regressed back to high. Maybe he's, maybe he's in New York teams. Maybe he can't play the New York teams. Mm-hmm. Have you thought about that? Could be. You did bad against the Jets. You did bad against the Giants. All right, and that's yeah, gonna that, that's, that's gonna wrap up. Uh, hope I hope oh well, he don't have to worry about it anymore because oh wait he has to face the Jets one more time. Oh, be careful, Josh Allen owners. That's me. Well, I just lost. <laughs> All right, and that's gonna wrap up the Did You Knows, and we're at the end. Uh, gonna end it all with a bold predict from each one of us. Old predicts. 
All right, bold predicts time. You gotta do it. Bold predicts. That's bold. That was very bold, man. Bold predicts. Bold predicts. Bold predicts. It's bold. Boldest thing I've heard all day. All right, Jack, give us your first bold predict. I mean, sorry, your bold my, predict for the week. My bold prediction this week is that Jalen Waddle, 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 Waddle will uh, get 200 plus yards and score three touchdowns against the Eagles. I hope it doesn't happen, but. Wait, how many yards? 200 plus yards and three touchdowns. What the hell? You're going to be Tyreek? Yep. Except we try to, we always prevent the long. Uh, deep balls try a big play, so everything in the middle, which where Jalen lives in, he's gonna get all the yards. All right, damn, start your Jane Wall and all DFS formats. Yep, I am. Well, he put they play Sunday night football, so I guess a lot of DFS don't have that. And yeah, that sucks. All right, my bull predict this week is Rashid Shahid. He's going to have a monster game. He's going to catch five targets. So I get five receptions, 150 yards, and a touchdown. I like it because I think he's I think he's a baller. Jaguars, I mean, Jaguars surprisingly, have given up the most passing yards for any team. Even the Broncos, who gave up those crazy games against the Miami Dolphins. They've given up the most passing yards this year. And I think she had two, she had two catches for 85 yards and a touchdown. So... Yo, double, the, double the receptions, yeah. double the yards, <laughs> double the receptions, double the yards, the same amount of touchdowns. <laughs> I did. Yo, he's 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 awesome. Like he's really good, and he, he like he in the in the receiving game and and whenever they do an end around, whenever whenever they give him a touch, he oh he just looks so fast. I think he's like Tyreek level speed. Not gonna lie. All righty, and wrap it up and give us your bull predict for this. Week right. 6.5 podcast. So week 6.5, week going in week 7. So my bold predict for week 7. Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson both score a touchdown. Christian Watson will go over 100 yards, and Romeo Dobbs will have eight receptions. Oh, I like to hear that. I like the sound of that. Yeah. Ooh, big game for so the Packers then. Yep. I mean, they're playing Denver. The uh, Ooh, second second worst the, second worst pass yeah, defense. Go to defense against yeah. So you have to. I think I I after the dud with Romeo Dobbs, I'm I am not afraid to throw him in a lineup this week. All right, cool, and that's gonna wrap up this week's podcast. Well done, fellas. It's good back. Good being back. Yeah, I said it's, I said it's yeah, good back. It's good, <laughs> it's good back, man. It's good. It's good back. Man, we didn't mention any dirty time today. Was there any dirty time this week? <laughs> no, listen. It was all um, clean football today, this week? It was all, it was all clean. It was all clean. Dirty I mean, time. All right. Uh, hopefully, we can get in next week. We're going to have to take another week off. Don't work, Eddie. All right? Yeah, I'm not working. All right, sweet. All right, that's going to wrap up this week's YFTS podcast, episode 6.5. Follow us on Instagram. Check out those top plays. And subscribe, and everywhere you can find podcasts. You know, I've had an issue lately on podcasts. I've been trying to listen to podcasts while I drive, and when Google Maps is on, the podcast keeps pausing. Like you can't, you can't do it. Like it just every time you press play, it pauses two seconds later. 
But it's only podcasts, though. Like, I can listen to music, and it's fine. It's very weird. If anyone could help me out there, give me a DM in YFTS podcast. But otherwise, yeah, you'll, get a, you'll get a you'll get a shout out. So I'm not, I'm not compromising. Do I get to navigate somewhere, or do I? It's no podcast. And right now, I'm like not sure what to do. I'm obviously navigating. I don't want to get lost, but yeah, no. you don't want. I was gonna say, you know, you, we're not in the in the 1980s anymore. <laughs> we bought a map from the from the front dash, right? What you or you get the you you print out a quest? Map. Oh, directions from map quest. <laughs> map quest. Quest map. Quest map. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, have a good one. Enjoy the Monday night game. Uh, yes, sir. Thank right, you. See you all next week. Later. Bye. Thank you.